this is Esther Koo, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. friends welcome back to another episode of mad scientist party hour my name's kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has thrown his pants and underwear into a bubbling cauldron and is now stirring said cauldron with his boner that's jeff clark what the fuck is a cauldron <laughs> and transmitting to us from a dimension of pain, the bearded booger-eating Cenobite known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Blah, blah. Oh, man. I just got back from... I'm, I'm talking about myself putting in a bit of a bitch-ass performance. Not in, in the... Uh, the, the means of, of quality. I just didn't go that hard in Vegas. But I'm such a bitch that I'm still kind of wiped out from it. Wait, what do you mean quality? Like, uh, I don't feel like the... the, the... Like your, skank, your skank fest performance wasn't bad? Yeah. I, I, don't, gotcha. I, I don't feel like I did poor work. But, I mean, we had... So the Jason Ellis show was at Skankfest in Vegas, and there were two days worth of Ellis Mania fights, two hours each. So uh, myself and Tully, you know, did commentary, and I timed the rounds and ding, ding, ding the bell and shit for the rounds. And then, I mean, Ellis was a judge on the Naked Roast, and they did that two nights so i was there for those and but that did was, not participate i did not participate it was interesting i feel like when i went to the naked roast at Skankfest in houston it was two comics paired up with each other um and they pretty much just like shit on each other's dick it was a guy with a little dick making fun of a different guy's little dick and then that little dick guy would make fun of the other guy's little dick and they would just like you know Shit on each other's genitals and body type, and the I think the rule is you go you get four jokes each and you go tit for tat, and then the judges crown whoever the winner was. This time, it seemed like these people either knew each other really well, each person they paired up with each other, or backstage they were just like, okay, here's a whole bunch of factoids on me, and it was less of roasting the other person's genitals and but just more like a traditional old school roast like one guy's mom died of a fucking fentanyl overdose and the guy was just taking shots oh. at his dead mom and i was like whoa what does that have to do with his penis <laughs> so these motherfuckers were going hard thing. yeah um but like i mean the people that attended were it it started at like 10 in the morning or something wild like that and went till 2 a.m. and people were just making the most of their passes and just just you know watching 12 hours of live content a day and drinking and partying and dropping acid like these motherfuckers go wild and 
It was impressive. Like, how I do think, we get on the next skank fest? Um, Shuddy boy, you're gonna have to piss in a bong and then take a shit in it and take a, a hit out of it. So this podcast becomes massive, and we are suddenly a draw to Skankfest. Should have saw that one coming, Shetty. I should have. I really <laughs> that that the pee pee poo poo bong has been idle for so long. I got lulled into a false sense of security. <laughs> gotcha. We're always just a couple moves away from the pee pee poo poo bong. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only thing that's keeping us from being, uh, you know, podcasting megastars. But uh, I think our new merch will help. Sure. Where the pee pee poo poo bong could also help. But uh, I mean, the the way it was set up, I think, I think I put it, put it together that the venue. So this was like an old school Vegas, like on Fremont Street. And I think this place used to be a movie theater because it was it was sort of U-shaped. It was on the top, like the third floor of a of a outdoor like shopping mall looking thing. And it was it was U-shaped. And in the center, that was where they had the biggest stage and a massive bar. And there were neon signs on either side that said like theaters one through six, theaters seven through 11. So I was like, oh, OK, it makes sense. This is like a movie theater that went out of business. And at any given moment in the other theaters were stand-up shows and live podcasts and stuff. And it was really fucking impressive. I mean, Louis J. Gomez and his team did a spectacular job putting that thing together. Like, so many just moving pieces, so many, so many moving parts, I mean, and like, so many ways things could go wrong. But it, it seemed like from what I saw, just about everything went off without a hitch. Like, we got set up with fucking hotel rooms and stuff and passes and everything just went as smooth as butter. It was, it was impressive. Nice. Who would have thought Louis J. Gomez has his shit together. <laughs> so it went from yeah, Friday to Sunday. It. Yeah, there was, there was an after or like a, a pre-party thing on Thursday night, but I got in pretty late. So I just went straight to my hotel room. I, I drove. I didn't, I didn't oh. fly. Starting uh, off your bitch some early, huh? Yeah, yeah. It, it really was just all I did was eat, work, and then went back to my hotel room and watched horror movies and played Final Fantasy IX on my Switch. Jesus Christ, that I didn't, is pathetic. I didn't really drink. I didn't really party. No one offered you party drugs? No. I mean, I could have brought mushrooms. but I don't know if that would have helped your situation. Well, no, I mean it would have it would have helped your situation, but it wouldn't have helped you get be more active. I would have. I'm I'm starting to turn into you, Jeff. Like when I do mushrooms, I just get sleepy now. I just yeah. want to like eat mushrooms, curl up on the couch with a blanket, and just like relax. Like I feel yeah, like I, then sometimes I get too comfortable and just pass out. Yeah, like mushrooms used to make me want to go on adventures. Now, like everything else in my life, they make me want to sit on the couch. Yeah, I love sitting on the couch. It's my favorite. Did it all weekend. It's great. Man, those but fights. I was a little, those fights were wild. Yeah, I was a little jealous of you getting to go to Skank Fest, and I know it was a work thing. Was there a lot of Puminati there? Yeah, yeah. There's a decent amount of. How Puminati. did the Down Undertaker do? Ah, uh, man. There like two days worth of fights. It was so hard to keep them together. I think he was in the uh, the. The pinata fight, maybe? I don't know. But what there was... What did you say that again? 
I stayed at the Golden Nugget. Okay. Okay. Which was pretty nice. I had never it's been right. to that area of Vegas before, and I, I like it. It's got it's got more of a uh, it's got more of a fear and loathing vibe than the Strip. The Strip seems very commercial and um, almost like it has a very strong EDM vibe to it. When you go to like Fremont, that area, that's where it's like, all right, let's get fucking gritty. Let's do cocaine off of a trans hooker's penis and then eat mescaline and barf in a fountain. That's your kind of scene right there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm not partaking in any of these things, but I'm enjoying the vibe. I like this. That's about where I stay, or that's right around where I uh, where I stay when I go to the, to Vegas. Yeah, uh, yeah, I stay at well the Circus Sports. I'm sure. I don't know if you're paying attention, but it was. I think it's right there. I mean, you went to the Hash House of Go Go, right? Did you walk there from your? Yeah, from I did. Your, uh, hotel. So yeah, the one so we the, went to was, was in right the Link. There. We went to the one in the Link. Mm-hmm. Before I didn't realize that they have three fucking locations in Vegas. Uh, well, I don't know how many of them are new. Like, yeah, like, could maybe be a new they thing. maybe they added them to the link. I think the link was the first, but I'm not sure. I guess I really wanted to go to that Italian spot you were talking about when you went for your birthday, mm-hmm. and you left out the the very important detail that it's an incredibly popular restaurant and you need reservations in advance. I didn't know you needed reservations in advance because I didn't get reservations in advance. I went there on like a Thursday, probably like nine nine thirty. They asked me if I had reservations, I'm like no, and then they sat us immediately. But yeah, I did. I did. I guess leave out that you. It was smart to probably get reservations. I did send you the <laughs> link though, the the Yelp link a while ago, and dude, it's got like four and a half stars and like fifteen hundred reviews, so it's a pretty popular spot. But yeah, I didn't. Sorry about that. I did go to, uh, there's like an evil Knievel themed pizza place that was really fucking good. It had a long ass line, but I got, I got a slice of pizza called extreme pepperoni and it came, they were like New York style slices and it was covered. Every part of this triangle had pepperoni on it and it boasted three different types of pepperoni. Which I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought there was, was just good? pepperoni. It was delicious. Yeah. And then I got a slice of Barry White, which was white pizza with mozzarella, pecorino, and ricotta blobs. That was boner inducing. You still got to come to Long Beach and hit up that heavy metal. Oh, that's right. I do. Death Holy metal shit. pizza bar. Dude, these fights, these Ellis Mania fights. This guy, these these two like Legion of Skanks fans got pitted against each other. And in the second round, this guy swung so hard and missed that his shoulder popped out. And he oh. was just like it was just dangling and he was like waving his hand. Uh, that was the, I think that was the first time we ever had to call a fight due to someone dislocating their shoulder. And I was like it doesn't happen very often. I was calling for him to do like the uh the lethal weapon. Like, just find a wall, man. Just find a wall and fucking yeah, slam dude. into it. Pop it back in. But Do they, the rigs. They call, they call it medic. What a pussy. I feel like he should have gone for it. Should have just like, taken a shot of tequila, lit up a cigarette, and fucking banged his shoulder against the wall like a real man. They did a female musical chair fight, and this one girl just fucking mowed through everybody. 
Like I feel like the was, the, the was female. Was in it? No. She's she's too much of a killer. You can't put her in there. But I like after she, seeing that girl, I would have I would have loved to have seen. I mean, I, I still think Gen T would have won, but that was finally like somebody who could probably give her somewhat of a match. Because this, I'm telling you, like the the men's musical chair fights, the guys tend to be a little bit more reserved. Like they're 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 trying to go strategically, and the chicks are just fucking windmilling each other. And it's always the case. The female fights at Ellis Manias are always the fucking best. Yeah, they're they're rock'em sock'em robots. Yeah, Tully even just said that on mic. He's like punching each other in the face. He was like he's he was like this is the most adorable rock'em sock'em robot fight I've ever seen. It was so fucking awesome. Like this girl was she was pretty cute too, and she was like she had like thicker legs, so she had like a good foundation, and the cracks that were coming off because they're all wearing headgear when she was connecting. It was like a fucking shockwave being sent through the crowd. Like, crack-a-cow! Crack-a-cow! <laughs> and it wasn't just like one solid shot. She was just just mowing through these chicks, laying them out. And Ellis Mania first, at least for me, because I've been to most of them, but not all of them, she made such quick work of this one chick that it got called in like 20 seconds and then when the chick was getting her headgear taken off, she was like, <laughs> <laughs> like <crying. laughs> That's too bad. I did feel bad, but I was like, I oh, wonder if shit. she's Puminati. It'd be hilarious if she's listening. I don't know, because like I, f- I feel like a lot of these chicks were just like, wait, we can we can part. Oh, yeah. Throw my name on it. Yeah. Get, get me fitted for a mouth guard. Let's fucking do this. Let's get weird. This is Skankfest. I want to make this weekend a weekend to remember. <laughs> it's like a shotgun fucking prize fight yeah oh dude it was it was great these were great fucking fights could you do it drunk like would you allow that uh like, no, no, no 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 like, like someone goes up wasted like i'm no fucking, I'm no, ready. no no Give no me no. The gloves. no because like the goal of of ellis mania is to have fun not for anybody to get hurt and you can't just let some drunk person into the ring that's why kevin poo-pooed the fight that i wanted to do is that like what chugging a beer in between rounds or something? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Short one minute rounds with shotgunning beers in between, and first one to get knocked out or puke loses. That's a great. That's a great fight idea. If it if is, two people sign up for that. What's the problem? It's America, isn't it? Well, it like uh, it's a boxing match happening in Vegas, so it does have to be. There are like, I don't know. Oh, the gaming commission weighs in on this. They've showed up to multiple of Ellis Manias, yeah. No shit. Hey, all yep. right. They don't want to fuck with those guys. No, absolutely not. Because, man, Lewis was so pumped that, like, when the fights ended on day two, he took the mic and he was like, Ellis, when the next Skankfest happens, can we do three days' worth of fights? It was, it was like fucking Thunderdome. So it was in the middle like the base floor of this like wraparound shopping mall that's three stories high. And like the third floor is where all the, you know, live podcasts and comedians were, were performing. And we were just down on the bottom floor in the middle by the elevators. So there was a crowd around the ring. And then if you looked up spiral, spiraling up to the top were rows of people at the balcony. It was like, and they probably got yeah, it looked awesome. I don't. I don't think my story is still there, but I put it up on my Instagram, and 
it was wild, and people were so fucking into it. People were flipping out, screaming. All the people around the rings were like pounding their fists. It was great. It went really, really fucking well. And I didn't get to see Jason do stand-up, but I, I heard his sets went really well. The naked roasts were great. Um, and, like, I didn't even get to really see much stand-up, but there were huge names there. Like, I bumped into TJ Miller, and he, like, recognized me. He was like, hey, what's up, man? And we talked real quick. I saw my my buddy Shuley from the Stern Show. He recognized there. you from when he was on here, right? Nah, who knows? That's what he's. He probably just saw. Well, it was after we had done the podcast, so he was like, "Ah, the Jason Ellis guy." But um, we did we did an episode. We did a live podcast yesterday with uh, Annie Letterman, and then halfway through the show, Polly Shore just like wandered on stage, and we were like, "Oh, hey, Polly Shore, what's up?" And then Tully just stood up, gave him his mic, and walked off. And Polly Shore sat down and gave Jason like a master class instructional video on stand-up it's pretty interesting was it well received yeah because i mean jason is you know bitten by the bug like it's not just like oh a thing i'll do occasionally when we have events he like wants to be like a true stand-up this this is the next chapter in his life yeah so any sort of advice and he's also Really so done with dudes? I don't know. No, I don't I'm think just so. Kidding. I'm just it's kidding. Like, I don't think that's like a money making venture, but uh, the uh, yeah, just we're, we're, we're just glad you're here, Jeff. <laughs> Come on, I thought it was funny. I, Jason's like really self conscious about you know, uh, being perceived as not paying his dues, you know, because he's already a big name with a big following. So obviously you put Jason Ellis's name on a marquee. People are going to go. Yeah. But he's also like, I don't want to skip any steps. You know, like I want to go up constantly. I want to, I want to start at the bottom. I want to do these gigs that suck because I know it builds character. And that's, that's part of the progression of becoming one of the big name people, not just a big name people, but a big name person that's fucking good. You know? Yeah, and like well respected within the comedy community. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's Don't weird, you know, cut like the line, like Lori Laughlin. I get him. We we all like it's 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 weird how because I think Tully was the first of us to start doing it, and Burt Kreischer took him under his wing, and then Jason started doing it, and then after the pandemic and stuff started opening up again, Ryan Sickler took him under his wing, and now you know Dustin has been coaching me, so it is cool that you know getting co-signed by real comics and they're trying to help us out. And like, I even after the fights on Saturday, Lewis came up to me. He's like, Hey, you're doing stand up, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, you want to go up? And I was like, Oh, and immediately I had to poop. <laughs> <laughs> like my stomach just knows like, ah, you're going to do you. You think you're gonna do some stand up, huh? Enjoy feeling like you have to shit for the next eight hours. Did you shit? No, to stand up. Well, I was like, I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah. really long shit. I was, I was thinking to myself, cause like right when that hit immediately, like my first instinct was to go, no, I'm not ready for Skankfest. I'll get fucking eaten alive. Like, so I, I was like, uh, yeah, I think I should be able to do that. He's like, all right, find me when you decide. 
So I go to Tully and Jason and I tell them and they they were both like, dude, fucking do it, do it, do it. And I'm like, ah, I've all I've been doing lately is open mics. So I like I haven't performed my actual act in a while and all I've been doing is like testing out new stuff in five minute chunks and they're like, who gives a shit? Fucking do it. You have to do it. Do it. So I, I instantly just ran after him like, I'm in. Let's do it. So he walked me up to, you know, the the event area. And of course, you know, it's Louis J. Gomez at Skankfest. So everybody wants pictures with him and they're all stopping him. And he's like, I got to go. I got to go. I'll, I'll take a picture with you in a second. We finally make our way to this area and Big J. Okerson is taping a special. So we're on the other side of the curtains backstage and he brings me to the booker and we're all like whispering and stuff because obviously don't want to disrupt his his special taping and she's like okay uh what give me your give me your phone number so i give her my number and she's like okay i'm gonna look at the the stages that have um openings or, or you know time for you to do a few minutes and i'll find you i'll find you a cool a cool set to go on like with some with some like heavy hitters and i'm thinking in my head like jesus fucking christ so i'm just going along with them like sure so she takes my number she's like okay i'm gonna i'll I'll let you know in a few so i instantly race to my hotel room and i start rehearsing and going over my shit two hours goes by and i'm like i think i'm getting ghosted (laughs) (laughs) and then i I never heard anything so i i didn't get to do stand-up but it looks like I mean, Lewis said he not only does he want us back at next Skankfest, but he wants more more of a presence. So three days of fights, we'll do a live podcast, and it. I feel like at that point it won't be too crazy of a request to be like, you know, the three of us would also like to do some sets too. You know, I the biggest thing for me was I didn't want to take anybody else's spot, but they were making it out like, no, there there are bills where there's more than enough room for you to go up and do ten minutes. So, next time. And you know what? I'll be better. I'll be more prepared. And uh, I don't know. I also felt unworthy. It's like I'm I'm very cautious of the same thing, you know? I don't want to cut any lines. I don't want to skip any steps. I fucking love doing stand-up, and I, I want to do it right, and I want to get actually good at it. Yeah, but are you unworthy if you're actually – you are – you did perform that weekend, right? You did a live podcast? Yeah. So, I I don't think you were unworthy, especially if they were going to slide you in on like a side, like not like the main stage behind maybe Louis J. Gomez or or Dave Attell. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like Jim Norton, Bobby Kelly. Like there were heavy fucking hitters. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to like maybe be in that group. Tim Dillon was there. Who? Tim Dillon, TJ Miller. Like, they really yeah. killed it, huh? Nate Bargatze. I mean, they always get big names. Whitney Cummings. Um, That's sick, dude. Like I said, any Annie Letterman. She was there, like guesting on shows and doing stand up. So it was just like I, I also, you know, I had an artist pass, which you know gets you in any door you want to walk through. But I remembered hearing them talk at Skankfest Houston. <laughs> You know, these these events sell out instantly. And, like, Legion of Skank fans are at their computers, refreshing, waiting for the passes to go on sale. And it's, you know, it's a major deal. It's like Ellis Fam going to Ellis Mania. And I remember them saying, you know, some of the, the shows, some of the sets, 
had much bigger names than some of the other ones, and they're like, we're being watched like hawks by the fire marshals. So if there's a comedian that you really want to see and you know they're, everybody else does too, you want to get in line early to guarantee entry. And I was just thinking to myself, like, fuck, if I use my artist pass to, like, shimmy past the line and just cut in and then a Legion of Skank fan gets, like, cut off, like, sorry, the room's at capacity, I'd feel like such a massive dickhead. So that was kind of why I spent a lot of the time in my room just watching. <laughs> that's why they give you an artist pass, you ding-dong. Yeah, so I just... wouldn't inconvenience people paying to see you? Well... Paying to see the other people. Yeah, I didn't. And I, partially I, you. I would. I would feel like a like a major scumbag if like a Legion of Skanks fan was like dying to see this one bill and got cut off, and they they, they wouldn't like tell the person. Oh yeah, this is because Kevin Kraft uses artist pass to get in. I just yeah. So you know, I get I get presented with plenty of cool opportunities to do cool shit. I'd rather leave that that space open for somebody who this is like their one getaway for the year. You know, it's like it's like Christmas for those those guys. What do you mean those guys? Legion of Skanks fans. Yeah, I'm just Actually, kidding. no, psst, I meant the Jews, Jeff. <laughs> what um do they do they have another skank fest planned already? Like lined up? No, I saw I saw Lewis tweet today that day one of planning for the next skank fest starts today. But also I think he's going on vacation to Belize <laughs> well. to fucking decompress because, I mean, he said in his tweet he hasn't taken a, a day off from podcasting or a week off from podcasting in nine years. Like, I can only imagine how hectic everything was leading up to this. And, I mean, he's performing. They're They're doing multiple podcasts. They're doing all these different events. And then, like, he's also just like, oh, yeah, Kevin, do you want to do stand-up? Here, follow me. Like... He never stopped fucking working and putting effort in. Man. So, man, that motherfucker should spend a month in Belize. Well, I'm interested if it'll be in Vegas next time again. I don't think so. I think they like hopping around. Like, I know there's been New York ones. I know there's been a Texas one, the Vegas one. I don't know. what. It would be cool to do an L.A. one. Oh, yeah. But I'm I don't surprised know. you didn't do the uh, the the naked roast. You know, I that seemed like your jam. I want to, but after seeing the format of this year's naked roast, like uh, I don't know who I could be put up against where I I would know personal info that I could use for roast jokes. Like if I could Maybe just scouting report. Yeah, like if I could just do dick jokes on people. <laughs> I think they were writing material as when they met each other. Well, I w- I would be into that. I would <laughs> definitely I would do the naked roast. I already got the thumbs up from Carl. I was like I was like, would you be bummed out if I performed naked? And she was like, does it get filmed or photos? And I'm like, no, no, no. They have like a strict rule. All the cameras in the room are off, and if anybody even takes their phone out to like check the time or check a text, they get ejected. So no evidence, no photos, nothing like that. She's like, oh yeah. Fucking go nuts. No pun intended. Like, I, I, I feel like if, if it was solely making fun of the other person's dick, I'm in. But if it comes down to, like, uh, 
I don't know. I don't know. Per- I, I didn't even know who any of those comics were, let alone personal info about them to write roast jokes about. Uh, well, that puts you at a significant disadvantage. Yeah. But if the opportunity's there, I would take it. I would perform in the Naked Roast. Well, sounds like you got a lot on your plate uh, for the next gang fest between stand up, <clears throat> Naked Roast, live podcast. <laughs> You might be on the you might be on the goddamn promotional flyer soon. <laughs> Keep it up. Be, you in the smaller in the smaller <laughs> font <laughs> underneath Jim Norton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Either way, I should not be hitting this. Yeah, you should. Says who? No, I ate a a big pizza brownie about an hour and a half ago. So we're come on, works. You're done with work. It's all good. Dude, in another display of fucking impressive beast-like behavior. So, before the fights, Ellis smoked a big fat joint to his face. And then was just, like, steadily ripping his vape pen. And then somebody gave him, like, a thing of edibles, like, of, of gummy worms. So, he just opened the pack and just started munching them. Ate the entire pack. Put the packaging down on the table. And then saw that it was 500 milligrams. And this was Uh-oh. like a half hour, 45 minutes before Ellis Mania was set to start. And I, like in the back of my head, all I'm thinking through this whole thing is like, I'm just waiting for Jason to like be like, hey, hold on a sec. I got, I got to sit down. Let's take, a, let's take a 20 minute nap, guys. Let's take a break. But he, he was involved in the pinata fight. He was the ref for the whole thing. 500 milligrams of edibles on top of a joint and vapes didn't fucking slow him down in the slightest. He's a tank. Yeah. I mean, th- that type of Alice mania, it's definitely the biggest day of his year, right? So he's got to get up for it. Yeah. All I'm saying is if, if we did like poo fest and I accidentally ate 500 milligrams of edibles, um, my presence at poo fest has ended. <laughs> just be me and uh shuddy running the show yeah and i'm in my hotel room sleeping for 48 hours straight we'll have to call dom in <laughs> dom you gotta you gotta pretend to be kevin today we need you to step up <laughs> fill the void. dom will be down you put in, oops you put in at least a best effort sure <clears throat> dom's a warrior he is absolutely a warrior i uh so, I, the only new movie I think I got to watch this whole weekend was I watched Halloween Ends on my iPad in the hotel room. Was it as bad as it seems like everyone says it has, uh, it's been? Yes. It is, right? Yeah. Which, it's, it's, it's such a bummer because the first Halloween movie in this trilogy, I thought it was dope. It was it was it was creepy. It had good kills. You know, it was it was the, the my biggest complaint with it was that fucking girl constantly referring to Jamie Lee Curtis's grandmother. Like what teenager in the 2020s is like, "Oh, grandmother. Let me help you put out the doilies, grandmother." Very very stupid. Nobody says that. That was your only I, criticism. It was. It was cool. Like the the kills were great. The, I liked the pacing. It had a good vibe. 
And then the second one was really weird with like uh, the whole town of Haddonfield being turning into like tiki torch mobs and just do, doing the whole evil dies tonight, evil dies tonight. It's like some studio exec walked around the town and gave everybody a hashtag to use. It just felt very forced and manufactured. Kind of took me out of the story, you know? But yeah, saving grace of that one, even though it was a turd, was some vicious, brutal fucking kills. Halloween Ends had virtually no Michael Myers for the first hour. Didn't have a lot of Jamie Lee Curtis. The opening scene, which I will spoil, because, you know, it's the first five minutes, some kid gets hired... Kid. He looked like a 30-year-old, but he's, I guess, playing like a fresh-out-of-high-school guy. He gets hired to babysit for this rich family. Like, while they go out for a Halloween party, watch the kid. They leave, and the kid turns out to be an obnoxious little brat and plays a prank on the guy and tricks him into going in the attic and then shuts the door and locks it on him. <clears throat> so the, the, the babysitter dude is like, oh, fuck, open this door, you little shit. Let me out of here. Let me out. Let me out. And the parents come home when he's like screaming, let me out of here. I'll fucking kill you. Let me out of here, you little shit. And he like karate kicks the door. The door flies open, hits the kid in the face, knocks him over the balcony behind him, and he falls three stories and just splats in front of his parents. And then, like, the title pops up. Halloween ends. So... Oh, man. This guy, I guess, like, years pass, and this guy beats the court case and gets let out because it was an accidental death. And now he's, like, a pariah in the town, and he starts... The, the the granddaughter, Jamie Lee Curtis's granddaughter, starts getting, like, involved with him and then develops feelings for him, despite the fact that he's very visibly becoming unhinged and unraveling. Like, I feel this girl throughout the other movies has been very clear-headed and rational, and now she's clearly dating a fucking lunatic who inadvertently accidentally did murder a child. And like, I, I'm confused on your tone by that. Inadvertently, accidentally, but so you're saying he shouldn't be crazy? Or are you saying that he was always headed towards crazy town? He might have always been headed towards crazy town, but kill, accidentally killing a kid and then becoming a pariah of the town definitely contributed to that. And it's like, yeah. sure, it was an accident, but I feel like any rational, level-headed woman would steer clear of fucking dating this guy, especially a descendant of Michael Myers. Oh. Like, she... Yeah. She is a relative of Michael Myers. She already has a bit of stink on her. Now she's going to start dating a fucking kid killer? Yeah. Just... I feel like everyone should be moving... have moved out of Haddonfield. Like, that probably shouldn't be a town anymore, huh? Yeah. Nuke it. Carpet bomb Haddonfield. You said there's a rich person, but who's rich in Haddonfield? Like, how do they get money? I don't know. Jeez. But yeah, it was... Lawyers. It it focused way too much on that kid, and then it became kind of like, oh shit, are they setting this guy up to be the next Michael Myers? And 
I'm dropping a little bit of spoilers here, but it turns out Michael Myers is now living in the sewer like some fucking half-assed Ninja Turtle because he did get <laughs> fucked up at the, at, at the end of the last Halloween. Like, he got fingers chopped off, shot, stabbed, and received no medical treatment, went to a sewer. Somehow none of his <laughs> yeah. wounds festered. His gunshot wounds healed up. His chopped off fingers healed. Uh, I don't know. He just had to take a nap. So this guy ends up going into the sewer. Michael Myers grabs him and then has like a psychic moment when he touches him and sees him accidentally kill the kid and then the town being mean to him and doesn't murder this guy. Since when does fucking Michael Myers not murder people? Well, maybe he sees it as he can finally pass the torch. He doesn't he doesn't need to be Michael Myers anymore. He can get someone else to do it. I don't know. Maybe man. he's looking to get out of the game the whole time, Kevin. Especially after being banished to the sewer with fucking wounds. This guy's probably like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm gonna retire. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go live in an island or live in a resort. It doesn't sound like the Michael Myers I know. Yeah, well, uh, it is Halloween ends. Sure. I Do mean, you think there's not going to be another one? I don't. But I do think eventually there will be a reboot, and they'll start uh, from the okay. beginning. Fair enough. I feel like that's kind of the same thing, though. Oh. Nothing will ever truly stop. Anything that's like a big franchise, they'll just reboot it until time ends. I hope the next one is Halloween starts again. Like they don't even like try to think of a catchier name. They just lean right into it. Like, yeah, we're just going to fire it back up. I feel like when they announced that this was going to be a trilogy and then they're like, oh, the second one is going to be called Halloween kills. And the third one's going to be called Halloween ends. I was already like, Ooh, that doesn't fill me with promise. was the first one Halloween? Yep. Hasn't there been like three different Halloween movies? Yes. The OG, the Rob Zombie reboot, and then this new trilogy. How did you feel about the Rob Zombie reboot again? Um, I didn't hate it. I feel like I don't remember them that well. I, f- I think the second one was pretty bad. But the OG, or OG, the, the first Rob Zombie one, I remember having like a pretty solid tone and some decent kills. This one was just silly. Every decision everybody made made no sense. And it just took me out of the movie. Like, no, Michael Myers would never have a psychic moment touching a guy in the sewer and then just let him go. He wouldn't then go on a buddy murder mission with this fucking guy. Are you kidding me? What is happening? This is Looney Tunes shit. Silly, I say. Goddamn silly. Who, who would you watch this again with? Me. Were you by yourself? Yeah. I watched it on my iPad laying in bed in uh, my hotel. Jesus Christ. Just yeah. to make your Vegas trip even gayer. <laughs> I mean, it was just... I knew I was going to have limited time to find something to review for the show today. And it was just like, all right, I'll get this out of the way now while I don't have anything to do. And uh, it was a it was a true stinker. It was the worst of the three. I can't give it more than... Have- a dick and a half. Are you happy you didn't go see it in theaters? Yes. 
I'm happy I watched it on the cock, which was nice of them to do. My brothers are going to throw it on the cock the other night, but they want to go see it on a discount movie day, which is tomorrow on a Tuesday. Well, more power to them, I suppose. That, I think they kind of know what they're getting themselves into too. Like they read the reviews and they keep the up. The boys with uh, went and saw it, and Draven's review was that it was better than Halloween Kills. Interesting. I respectfully disagree, but uh, it didn't like a lot of the kills were also kind of just generic, like lots of just stab. Like I know Michael Myers is a stabby guy. But he's gotten inventive with his kills in the past. <laughs> yeah, he's the knife guy. Yeah. I mean, they brought back one of his classic kills, like hold somebody up against the wall by the throat, stab them through the chest, and then let go. And they're now somehow impaled and stuck to the wall by just a single butcher knife through the chest, holding up a full adult. But uh, those are cool kills. So. There was one it's like kill. Jordan Fadeaway. At the very end, that was very cool. It was a kill in the style that I've kind of always wanted to see in a movie. And I'll leave it at that. So if you do give a shit about seeing this movie and you haven't already, you can have that be a surprise, but yikes. The only Michael Myers see- murdered someone with poop? Oh, God damn it. Now I have another box I want to check off. <laughs> it was just so like they had okay what do you guys think about the uh the marching band of any given high school what's the first thing that pops in your head when you say marching band well if you're talking uh, about bisexual. the grenadiers of liberty high school then the coolest kids in the the school you were Otherwise, on the marching band yeah me and dom were no shit that tracks. What, what what did you what position or position? What instrument did you play again? So I what I tuba. mostly did was Vocals. I carried a baritone. You didn't they didn't well allow you to play it? I mean, they encouraged me how to learn to learn how to play it. And I learned just enough to be able to stay in the band. What was in it for you? Was there mad chicks? It, at at my school, it actually wasn't nerdy to be in the band, and they also went on a band trip to London. Oh, I feel oh. like I remember you said you talking about this. Yeah, your whole angle was to get that European trip. Yep, and I dropped out before the trip, and you know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and I remember the story. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Oh, man. So I I would say statistically and historically, the marching band is looked at as dorks. Yes. Early on in this movie, the kid killer is at a gas station and a convertible full of marching band kids gets out and bullies the guy. <laughs> oh, baby. And then Imagine fucking, the football team comes to his rescue, like, hey, guys, take it easy on him. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis just happened to be there at the same time and came over and, like, stood up for him. And one of the band geeks got in a sick burn by getting in her face and going, Michael Myers, 
doing jazz hands and then walking away. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. What is going on in this movie? Not a fan. No. I'm just happy you confirmed what everyone else was saying. I was nervous that you were going to like it. I would have been even more checked out on your movie taste. I wanted to like it. That first one was good, man. I can't believe you ruined a night of Vegas for this shit. Or did you watch it in midday? No, it was at night. Terrible. I mean, I'm fucking by myself. I'm in a relationship. You weren't hanging out with anyone? No. Mark Mark Rooster and I had a spooky season triple feature last week. Oh, fuck yeah. What'd you guys watch? Uh... I saw for the first time, this has been a, you know, the last 30 days have been a month of firsts cinema wise. I saw ex- the exorcist for the first time. Oh, it's pretty good. It's really good. Yeah. Like it holds <laughs> up kind of. Yeah. It wasn't scary. Uh, like, I, but it was very good. Yeah. Nothing we watched was scary. Uh, but, it's tough to be scary. Like yeah, with Hollywood mean, and, magic, it's just like, yeah, all right, I know it's going to happen. So, like a cat's going to jump out. Someone's going to get killed in a brutal way. Even though I haven't seen The Exorcist ever, you know, it is such a part of pop culture that it's been referenced so many times and parodied and stuff. So, yep. you know, there was nothing that happened. I mean, even though I was mentally prepared for the masturbation with the cross scene, it's pretty fucked up. I was up. not mentally prepared for the masturbation with the cross scene. That's probably the only scene that I knew was coming at some point that when I saw it was worse than I expected it to be. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's it's quite shocking. Yes. It's very gra it's a lot more graphic than I expected it. Yeah, I mean, that's swinging uh, for the fences in, what was that, 78? 73. Oh, my God. Wow, so, that was way off. Like, that happened, and I turned to Mark, and I go, I went, that's not how I envisioned that scene play out. That was, it was, so, and the amount of times that they say fuck in the movie for it being so early oh, is yeah. also pretty shocking. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Or when she shoves her mother's face in her crotch and tells her to lick it. Yeah. <laughs> and then one of the weirdest insults I've ever heard using cunt as, uh, I don't know my grammar as well as I should, but as an, <laughs> as an adverb maybe when she says you're cunting daughter. Yeah. Uh, it would be an adjective. Hmm. I think it is an adverb. It's, well, it's usually describing an ad, it's describing. Yeah, but usually adverbs end in ly, right? Yeah. Is that is that their their fucking steez? Not all the time, but yes, adverbs describe a verb. What would be the verb? It would. Oh yeah. Would so, cunting would either be the verb or it would be describing the daughter. So yeah, I guess it is an adjective, but cunting still like still an interesting bravo. way to use the, the that word. Yeah. So uh, 
the Exorcist gets the, the, the shuddy seal of approval? It sure does. All three of them did. All three of them were winners. Okay, so what was the, the second? The middle movie was, I, I'm not, Jeff will not be familiar with this, and I'm sure you won't be. It's called the WNUF Halloween Special. No. Yeah, no, I've never heard of that before. Mark texted me and asked me if I had ever seen it, and I had no idea what he was even talking about. Um, basically, it is a um, a mocky, uh, like a spoof. It's supposed to be a news broadcast that originally aired on October 31st, 1987. Um, huh. It's an expose of supernatural activity. Oh, that like sounds kind of cool. I like that premise. It was actually... So it starts off with like the evening news on Halloween and it's nuts. Like it's just so wacky and it's they go to commercial breaks and there's they make the every commercial break they've also made commercials for. And then it goes to them doing like a a ghost hunters thing at the like a Amityville horror type house and shit goes bananas. And, but it's all based on like it's a live like this new this local TV station was doing this live broadcast on Halloween. How did where did you what did you guys watch this on? Mark had it on a DVD uh, that he must have bought at Monster Mania <laughs> uh, because it was a bootleg uh, and or no, because he panicked for a second. Thank God. I had the PlayStation five, uh, but it's an international copy of it. It was like Swedish or something weird. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like it's on prime or anything, but that sounds kind of cool. Uh, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and then the third movie also one I hadn't seen, which Mark peer pressured me into staying up late to watch was trick or treat. Oh, that's a good one. I was really fucking good. Yeah, it's it's kind of corny. And it, it I part of the thing that always kept me from watching it was that it was an anthology. Oh, you don't like anthology movies? It's like whatever. Why not just put it out like TV episodes? <laughs> but the way so Mark was like Listen, if you get bored, you can just go to, you know, we'll turn it off. But the the different stories all intertwine together very well that it didn't feel like an anthology. Like you could tell that there were different plots happening, but they were interwoven. So it still felt like one coherent movie. I'm a massive fan of anthologies like uh, I'm a big fan of Trick or Treat. Is uh, Tales from the Hood an anthology? Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, which I watched for the first time ever this year, and what a fucking movie. Holy shit, that rules. Wait a minute. Why am I just hearing about this now? Did you review it already? And I, I think and I, I mentioned it. I think I mentioned it, like, a few weeks ago. With David Allen Greer and Corbin Burnson? Yeah. That Mark movie. literally just texted me and asked me if I had... Have spoken with you kevin to find out if you had heard about wnuf i'm i'm now on a mission i just put a note in my phone <laughs> i have to see it uh but 
Yeah, I had never seen it before, and I think it's on Peacock. By the way, the cock is killing it with Halloween content. Like, they've got some some deep cuts, some good ones. I watched, uh, I think they have, I think that's where I watched Tales from the Hood. But I, I was really shocked by how good it was. Dude, I don't, I, I think Cheech technically pays for the peacock, or for the cock, but I don't think that's money poorly spent. No, I think they kind of hold their uh, they hold their own. I did watch the sequel that came out in 2018, which was very very bad. Yeah, I can't imagine be very good. But Tales from the Hood, I always thought was like an underrated movie, and I never really talked about it with anyone. So I'm happy that you actually watch and can confirm that it's actually kicks ass. But like Creep Show, Creep Show one and two are 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 pretty good. Uh. Trick or Treat, I like VHS is anthology. Yep, isn't I it? like I like the VHS movies. I actually just rewatched the first VHS recently. So is, is anthology only horror for the most part? Can you think of like a non horror anthology? I don't know if if I don't think Kentucky Lord, Fried Lord Kentucky Fried movie counts. <laughs> no, that's not <laughs> Rocky. Am I not? I'm not doing it. I don't think I know what an anthology is. I got to be honest. Is Armageddon a mammal? <laughs> or is it a cauldron? <laughs> okay. According to Letterboxd. I, I won't bog down the, the podcast. Uh, the only one so far on the list that I recognize is Four Rooms. Okay. I've never seen it, but that tracks. I've never seen it either. that. Four rooms? That come out a long time ago? 1995. Never mind. I watched uh, 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 Cat's Eye. That's an anthology, horror anthology. I watched that in the hotel room this weekend. It was interesting. I don't know. I always like checking out anthologies because even if one sucks ass, there could be like at least one that's really, really good. But yeah, I watch. I usually watch Trick or Treat on Halloween Day. I just like the vibe of it. It's got some. It's 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 campy. It's got some good performances. It's got some good stories. I like I like the the comic book style thing link linking all the stories together. Yeah, and I mean Anna Paquin. Yeah, in in a Little Red Riding Hood costume, not bad. That whole storyline was pretty cool. I was asking a ton of que- a ton of questions. Also, there, I started asking questions at the beginning of The Exorcist because I was really stoned and was fixating on things that were not insignificant. And Mark's like, Stop, don't worry about it. That is not important to the movie. Wait a second. Who's the key grip on this movie again? Like, I wanted to know what the plot points of the movie she was filming were. Like, tell me more about this movie she's working on that has her in Washington, D.C. Well, hopefully Mark Rooster punched you in the nuts. He did not, but he was as patient as he could be. Who who is that again? Was that, it's Mia Farrow, right? That was the, the mom or the... The uh, main lady in Exorcist? Mia Ellen Burstyn. Ah, fuck. 
Who am I? Oh, I'm thinking of uh, Rosemary's Baby, aren't I? Yeah. That was Mia Farrow, right? I believe so. Someone... I haven't seen that in a long ass time. I got to get this right. Hold on. Rosemary Baby actress. I know it's Mia Farrow. Come on. All right. It is. On Letterboxd D, where does The Exorcist fall in Ellen Burstyn's movie list? Are you asking me to look it up or are you looking it up already? I have it pulled up right now. I can't. I only have one other Ellen Burstyn movie I can guess off the top of my head. Right, but I'm just asking you to say what number. You just take a uh, guess at what number in her list is The Exorcist. Well, based on my little brain, I would say two. I feel like it's got to be one, but the reason you're asking is probably because it isn't. But I'm still oh. going to guess number one. Number three. <sighs> wow. Uh, Interstellar is number one. Completely forgot she was in that. Yeah, me too. Uh, and then Requiem for a Dream is number two. That's the one I was going to say that could be above uh, Rosemary or um, The Exorcist. And yeah. then Red Dragon was number six. Is that the Hannibal Electra se- sequel with Ed Norton? Yes. Was that any good? I never saw it. Wow. I don't know if I saw any of the um, Silence of the Lambs sequels. I think I saw the third one randomly. That one's technically the second, right? There's four of them. Yeah, beats me. I don't know. Red Dragon, no. Red Dragon was the prequel. I thought Man Hunter. With Rafe Fiennes and Ed Norton. Yeah, that was the one they parodied on South Park, right? Where he like, I think he was forcing Officer Barbrady to watch scenes and he's like, do you see? Do you see? And he kept saying that. I think that's a, a Red Dragon parody. But well, That's whatever. the got one with the wheelchair where they push the guy in the wheelchair down the hill. I'm pretty sure. Pretty I didn't even sure. see it. I don't know. Take your word for it. I don't know. You do anything cool this weekend, Jeff? What did I do? I just fucking gambled. That's pretty much it. Just that's all. That's all I've been doing. Gambling. NBA starts up this week, so I had to kind of figure out my final bets to get in. And okay, stupid yeah, question. If the NBA starts, does that mean a different sport ended? Is football over? No, no football is like it, we're about to wrap up week six tonight, and there's eighteen weeks in the regular season, and then oh, like Christ. four or five in the uh, in the postseason. So did hockey end? Nope, hockey just started on Thursday. What? All right. Yeah, I don't know shit yeah. about sports. There's baseball. only one more major sport. Is is baseball done? It's in the playoffs right now, so we're it's winding down. Yeah, it'll be done in like two weeks. Where is the World Series happening? To be They're determined. Still figuring it out. Yeah, uh, either need- San Diego and Philadelphia, or Philadelphia from the National League, or who's in the American? The Yankees and the the Guardians played Game Five of the first round tonight. And it's the winner go home. 
and the winner plays the Houston Astros. So there's no chance of it being in L.A., right? San Diego would be the closest. L.A. got got beat by the Padres yesterday. This weekend. Good. We, We don't need that shit here. I'm I'm just, yeah, like, I'm trying to plan ahead for when they bring the Olympics to LA to just like get out of the fucking country. Like it is the most congested spot if not the most one of the most congested places in America and like oh yeah let's just have the entire world flock here for 2 weeks like what this this place will shut the fuck down. There will be non-stop gridlock traffic. Like we can't Host the Olympics here? Jesus. I feel like I feel like we I mean it's still gonna suck, but we can host it better than most cities. Like we have the infrastructure, right? Like we have numerous stadiums that you could that you can Yeah, but on any given day, at. the the fucking all the freeways are just completely yeah. congested and you're just gonna be like, Hey, entire world, fly here. Oh yeah. Get me. Well, the good news is the entire world doesn't actually come. There are like Only... Olympic junkies all over the place, right? Well, like, yeah, but I'm just saying wherever not it's happening. all seven billion people oh, fl- I... will be there. That's... Yeah, I I, I, I know I have to explain to be... I know I have to explain things like literally for Shuddy Boy, but yeah, I'm I'm aware every Member of the human Kevin, race I is not going to be coming here. Trying to help you be a little optimistic that it wasn't going to be literally everyone. So there was a plus side. That's all I was Kevin, trying to do. It's mozzarella de buffalo. All right. <laughs> Don't make I just sure want out. It already feels Don't like the sh- entire population of the world is in LA. I keep hearing all this shit about like there was a mass exodus leaving California, but LA traffic is somehow getting worse. Whatever happened to that Austin push? I don't know. Not enough, like, not enough people left. You guys should go if you're thinking about it. Yeah, just fucking Austin's great. Check it out. I think that Austin idea just dried up real fast. Like it was the talk of the town for a while. Yeah. I don't know. Now Austin no is rad. Yeah, Austin was pretty cool when I went. Yeah, same. I don't think I could live there myself though. Too fucking hot. Man, it was. It was pretty hot in Vegas. Well, it is a desert. Swamp nuts like a motherfucker. Shundy's right. It is a desert. The dogs are out of their minds right now. What are they doing? They're running in circles around the house. Is the ghost back? Um, Have you had any sightings? No, no sightings. This is the time for ghosts to be active. I'm led to believe. It is spooky season. How fucking dare you? Why would you? I thought that's. I thought that's where you were going with it. I mean, that's it's where he was season. going. It's the time for spooky things to happen. I can't yeah. believe you guys would cuck yourselves using a stupid term like that. Would you feel better if we called it scary season, or is that just as gay? I feel like it already had a name. It's Halloween. Spooky season. Yeah, but Halloween doesn't technically have a season. Yeah, it does. So that kinda, it's Halloween that season. Of, uh, that opened. <laughs> <laughs> that kept the door open for spooky season to gain success and. and, and Will it make it better for you if we spell season S Z N? Nope. Worse. I feel like that was just a term that got created by like uh, 
awful local morning news programs. And the fact that it caught on just... I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I've seen a lot of hot chicks on Instagram celebrating spooky season. Maybe that's who, uh, who you need to blame for all of this spooky season talk. It's definitely not me, me or Shuddy's fault. Yeah. I guess I'm not helping anything up, though. You're I got to find some stuff to review. I'm going to yeah. come better. I'm going to come back next week with some. Uh, I'll, I'll at least have something. Hopefully, there's like a Netflix documentary that I can check out. I feel like there always is. Yeah, I, I actually look up every week what's new on Netflix, expecting a documentary to be into. But this past week, I wasn't that interested in the, the options, actually. Yeah, I uh, I actually did get caught up. I watched the first episode of The Dahmer Show that you got too scared to finish. <laughs> what did you think? It was good. Do you? Yeah, it's it. Well, okay. It's fucking creepy, right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. It's like, oh, this is unsettling. Yeah. It's, I don't know what, because like, I, I, I've heard, I feel like a lot of the same things everybody's heard about Dahmer, you know, like the murders, the cannibalism, the gay shit, um, the one but guy. you didn't know, he's really charming. <laughs> the guy that like escaped and the cops were just like, ha ha ha, you silly homo, let's take you back to your homo daddy. No, 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 he's trying to kill me. He's like, oh, you, you fucking gay guys get into the weirdest sexual shit, but <laughs> here you go. Here's your child lover back. And then he got murdered. Like, so, but like, uh, I mean, the, the first episode, I don't, I don't think this is a spoiler, and it's been watched for like 12 billion hours, so I'm, I'm the last person to check it out, apparently. But the first episode is him getting caught. And then it, I guess it just starts back at the beginning on the future episodes and then goes through the, the trial and all that shit. But, uh, yeah, they just show him going to a gay bar and cruising for dudes to bring back. And all of his neighbors are like, hey, um, can you do something about that ghastly smell that's been coming out of your place, like, forever? Like, how could you even live in that apartment, let alone one of the neighbors mm-hmm. that can also actively smell it around the clock? Like, just stank-ass meat. Fucking foul. Dude, everything about the first episode was like... It was fucking creepy. Man, I felt so fucking bad for that dude that got duped into going into his place. And I'm just like, I know how this ends. This guy's a fucking serial killer and he eats people. This poor guy, I'm just waiting for him to get butchered and killed. And, you know, spoiler alert, it is... It, it it does start with him getting caught, so this is the guy that gets him busted, and I was just like, oh, thank God that guy lived. He just felt yeah, so sure. fucking bad for that guy, just sitting there knowing he's doomed. Like, he put the pieces together, Dahmer wouldn't let him escape, and he just, like, sits down defeated, and, like, you just see tears coming down, and I'm like, oh, oh, this poor fucking guy. But he kept his head on a swivel. He did. Good for him. Yeah, he got to um, be quick to out, outwit a fucking cannibal. Did you know that that was going to be like what was going to happen that first episode? No. Because I thought the whole time, like, oh, no, this guy's going down horribly. Yeah. 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 So did I. 
And I was so just like, like hanging out. Like the guy, Dahmer brings him back to his place, Shuddy. And he's trying to get him to watch Exorcist 3 with him. Kind of like you and Mark Rooster. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he like pours him a beer and just like dumps roofies into it. Or like like a powdery substance. Rufalin, whatever. Rufalin? And he hands it to him. Isn't that the, the I don't know, whatever. Roofies. I think you just um, mixed roofies and Ritalin. <laughs> oh, Rufalin. They give that to hyper kids. Yeah, I did. Uh, anyways, uh, gives him roofies, and the guy like the guy's looking at the beer, and he's all like, "There's something in my beer." He's like, "Oh, it's just dish soap." Like, that's much better. Like, you you still don't have to empty out the beer. Like, what the fuck? Dude? Yeah, I'd be like, "Okay, do you have more beer? Can I dump this out, wipe the the cup, and then pour me a new one, so I'm not drinking detergent?" Yeah, like. <laughs> Like, this does not make me feel any better. At least, at least be somewhat like, I don't know, hospitable about your savagery murder. Yeah, like I can't believe he kept going because apparently he he murdered for. I think his first kill was in '78, and he got caught in the early '90s, like maybe even '91. So he had a good stretch of killing people and getting away with it, and had a fucking tub like a breaking bad tub in his bedroom that he was just like full of acid that he would dissolve bodies in like how do you keep getting people to come over your shitty apartment that smells like a fucking slaughterhouse like if i met a chick and she was like let's go back to my place and i walk in and it smells like fucking rotten meat i'm out immediately i'm like i I mean there is like, what do you think the ratio is of visitors to murderers, mur- murder victims? Yeah, like how how many visitors do you think actually walk back out the door? Well, I think he got seventeen confirmed kills in thirteen years. So, one a year. Yeah. So the one that got away led to him being caught. Yep. And even that was like a close call. I like Carl and I both thought that like they were putting their own little creative spin on the guy that got away and got brought back. Cause like the cops were real fucking kind of dopey. And then, you yeah. know, eventually caught on and finally busted his ass. But like he basically just led their hands to the evidence and walked them over to it. It was it wasn't like he got busted on some some crafty sleuthing. No, it was no detective work. None. But yeah, I mean it was just that like it it started really heavy and like it does have a, a very, very creepy vibe to it. And Evan Peters and he's definitely the right guy to play Dahmer. He's creepy as fuck in that. Yeah, he's pretty good. But I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna if I'm gonna keep breezing through it. Well, what's holding you back? Did Carl not like it? No, she really liked it. It's just I don't know, the time commitment on hour long series, I'm just like, eh, I'd rather watch a movie. Feels like it fits well in a Halloween season for you. <laughs> Spooky season. Right. I mean yeah, it's I'd rather just watch new and scary that you can watch. 
So at yeah. what point did you turn the show off? Were you like, oh, oh, too scary. Actually, when the guy made it out, I was like, all right, cool. I'm just going to cut my losses. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend this end well, ends well and never watch the show again. Yeah. Like, all right, this guy beat Dahmer. I'm good here. I saw all that I need to see. You know what? I'm just going to pretend that Dahmer barfs all his victims' backs up and reassembles them and they come back to life. <laughs> now it's got a happy ending. Dude, I w- it was so fucking creepy. Like his love for Exorcist 3 it was just like, oh, dude. And just like, I just, yeah, you just felt bad for the black guy because like it sets in pretty quickly. Like, oh, I'm getting murdered. I'm yeah. Getting, I'm getting seriously murdered here. Oh, no. Yeah. And like, what a weird thing to do. Like, I wonder if Dahmer was thinking, like, am I luring this guy back here to fuck him or eat him? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what's the ratio? Because like, he had to have some, he had to have some sex. Yeah. But I think he did fuck dead bodies. But, like, I'm sure every once in a while he wanted to, like, you know, have a treat yourself moment and fuck somebody who's alive. Well, I guess maybe the treat yourself was fucking dead bodies, though. (laughs) Because I watched some of the confession killer or confession tapes for Jeffrey Dahmer, which actually, like, featured featured actual audio recordings of, like, I don't know, an interview with him and a journalist. I don't think it was an investigator, but a a journalist. And he just was like into like the male physique. And I think he was like really into like fucking guys that weren't down. You know what I mean? Oh, he didn't want willing participants. Yeah. Like he wasn't, I don't think he wanted like, cause that guy, was down right i mean what doctor was pleased what, what did he think was you know yeah. like he was down to like they weren't gonna sit there and fucking guy. play super nintendo they were gonna bone yeah yeah like all right yeah let's have some beer i mean exorcist three now i'm not really that into it but we're gonna have sex right <laughs> and then the you know it changes it, it changed for the worst for that guy so it's That's- like the guy could get laid he just uh, he just wasn't down at least at least the half an hour that i watched that kind of reminds me, like, um, when I lived in Jersey, when I was, like, in my early 20s, my one buddy... Uh, how does anything... Uh, how does any of that remind you of anything? Because my, my my friend used to, like... I don't know. The move was always, you know, in where I, where I was living in Jersey, there wasn't... I mean, there were bars and stuff, but not a ton, ton to do. So, like, when you were interested in a chick, you invite her over, and, you know, this this was before netflix so the version of netflix and chill then was like hey you want to come over and watch a movie you put a movie on in the guy in the hopes that at some point during the movie or maybe even before you even put it on you start smooching and then you get your you go into the bone zone so pound town my my favorite village my buddy had one movie that he would always put on because he was like i don't i don't know what it is but i always get laid when I put this on. So he would always invite chicks over and watch Haggard. The Bam the Bam Margera movie. He's like, I don't know what it is. But like I just anytime a girl comes over and I put on Haggard, we just end up fucking. So he's like, that's my move. Like now every time I bring a new girl over, I put on Haggard. 
That's weird. I wonder if that that's why Jeffrey Dahmer always threw on Exorcist 3. He's like, man, I get so much dick when I put this movie on. No, I think it just ants him up for the murder, dude. You got to watch the rest of that series and report back to us. I'm interested in hearing your reviews. Ah, oh, such a big time commitment. I know. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll have more TV time after the the finale of House of the Dragon next week. Is it the season finale? Yeah. Thank God, huh? Has this been a good season? It's decent, but even Carl, who like was hooked in the beginning to the point where she was like, I'm going to watch Game of Thrones and already binge the entire fucking series. Like We were watching last week's episode, and it was very eventful, but she was like, you know what? I just... This doesn't come close to Game of Thrones. Yeah, I didn't think it was nearly as good. The whole incest stuff is just, just really weird, too. They're heavy with the incest in this one. I know. It, it, that's what I thought as well. Yeah, Way like, heavy with the incest. There's no character that I'm like rooting for, you know? Yep. Uh, there's there's nobody that I press play on the episode. I'm like, oh, fuck, don't kill so-and-so. Don't kill so-and-so. Come on. Or somebody that I hate enough where I'm like, maybe this is the episode where that motherfucker gets it, and I hope it's like a gruesome, violent death. It's just everybody's right in the middle. I'm like, you know what? I, you take it or fucking leave it. You know, I don't hate you. I don't like you. And if you die, I'll just be like, meh. Yeah, like it felt like with Game of Thrones, everyone, mostly everyone was rooting for the Starks. And yeah. You get behind the Stark family. Yeah. You want to see them. They seem like honest, upstanding individuals that obviously have, uh, they have a dynasty, as they would say, and they have <laughs> uh, uh, claims to power. Oh, man. They weren't scumbags. You know what? I just realized I never hit record on the Zoom. Oh, no. Yep. I think you should. I oh, thank you. Should you. Shuddy. Thanks for, thanks for um, record permission, Shuddy. I'm I sorry, everybody. We can all three of us have equal parts responsibility for this. I think. I mean, should I even bother? Like Recording in progress. Oh, all right. I think my expectations are pretty low. I don't think it's fair to give me 33% responsibility. God I think the most responsibility I could ever get in a situation like this is like 10 or 15%, which I'll, I'll take. That's fair. I mean, we all hear the narc when that, when that button gets hit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm willing to take 10 or 15%. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, YouTube's just such a small, small part of the MSPH pie. I don't know. It's been getting more traction lately. Well, Great. Should we start over? All right, everybody, remember everything you said in order, and we're gonna we're gonna start back at the beginning. Remember we tried Three, to do that with two, what one. was it? A crafter, Jeff. We had a uh, we had a like was that was that we had to re-record? We did. Yes. Yeah, that was a nightmare. I don't ever want to do that again. No. At least we got the audio. Um, I don't know what were we talking about. Boning to the Exorcist. Dabber. Oh, the House of the Dragon shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I've I've kind of popped in and out of watching House of the Dragon. My brothers are really into it, and I saw the uncle and the niece finally go to Pound Town. And Shady, did you just lose power? What's going on? 
No, the fucking dog unplugged the umbrella light. <laughs> it's fucking pandemonium over here because we started recording too early for me to have fed them dinner, but now it's way past dinner time, so they're fucking acting out like lunatics. I think Do it's... you want us to hold it down while you feed them? No, I mean, they can wait another... 10 or 15 minutes. Let me just plug the light back in. I think it's uh I think it's either high time that the uh the Quake Quaker Town pound gets a, a couple new residents. I don't even understand. <laughs> yeah, you got too much on your plate, Shotty. You gotta offload yeah. Parker or Miles. Keep Layla, whatever. She seems chill. So have you seen the in your intermittent watching of House of the Dragon, have you seen fucking gimped out? Gavin Rosdale. Have you seen that character? No, I don't think so. He's Is that of... just the old, the the king? No. No. <laughs> I was trying to figure out, I was like, wait, Gavin Rosdale isn't in this and doesn't play somebody with the gimp. And then I thought I you were think... talking about the Dornish guy at first. Like, no. He kind of gives me Gavin Rosdale vibes, but he doesn't have a gimp. No, the, the, the cripple, who's like the new little finger. Or the old oh. little fi- the old have, little finger. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have no rec- I, I have no uh, knowledge of what you're discussing right now. It's funny because he's trying to be, you know, take the role of Littlefinger and Lord Varys, and his name in the show is Lord Laris. <laughs> it's like, oh, your dentist's name is Crentist. Maybe that's why he became a dentist. Come on, could have jumbled the word the letters around a little bit, or call him Joe or something. I don't know. Yeah, Laris, <laughs> fucking stupid. No, that show's pretty much all stupid. I don't know. It felt like I walked I walked in on the, these guys watching it, and it was uh, the uncle and the uh, and his niece, the the Targaryens having sex, and like the music and. The way it was shot was supposed to be like a nice romantic moment. It's just like, what the fuck, dude? This is weird. Yeah. The, like, I think the people were like into it, like the, the audience, like people on social media. Well, it makes me wonder because incest porn on the internet is fucking inescapable. Like every single description of a porn video is like... Stepsister, stepbrother. Yeah, uh white girl sucks all seven of her black brother's dicks at the same time. It's like, come on, they're not related. I know that. But it's everything. And I asked an actual porn star, I think on the Ella show, and I'm like, why is everything, why is everybody fucking suddenly related? And she was like, it's, you follow the trends. Like, the, the only reason all this stuff is getting made is because people are into it. And they I, I don't think right. they can legally say, oh, we are blood relatives. That's why everything is step. Like, oh, oh my stepsister's ass. <laughs> but I, I was just like, can we, can this stop, please? Can this, can this end? Because I don't like thinking about relatives when I jack off to porn. And she's like, a shocking Shut amount up. of people do. It looks like you're about to drop a, a revelation. No, no, no. I was just... No. So it looks like you're about to say something very big. No. 
It was about to be a crass joke. Uh, so. Oh, you're going to make a joke about me and my mom? No, no, Cause no. Because we, we went to the Florida Ellen Keys. not going to be. But you do have multiple stepsisters. Yeah. And I have no interest in stepsister porn. It's fucking weird. Like, I'm not blood related to them, but it feels like I am. That part of the brain is just switched off. I, I just don't. Yeah. Apparently, I'm in the minority. Apparently, everybody that has step-siblings or actual siblings wants to fuck them, and that's what they're searching for in porn. So they just like, all right, if this is what everybody's searching for, that's the stuff we'll make. So it's not like we're in the minority by when we open up a porn site and we're like, oh, my God, enough with, enough with this fucking incest shit. I just choose to feel differently about it. Like, I choose to think... That it's the chicken, not the egg, you know, like they like they just they're hot. They're hot chicks. There was one stepsister title of a porn and that got really that did really well. And everyone, I don't know, for whatever reason, they just copy it. But like we all are in it for the same reason. Right. I would hope I, I, I guess there's a few of us that maybe really gets off on incest stuff. But I feel like we're all in it for the same reason. It's just like. It's a hot chick, and I didn't even really read the title. I do like that this is what the people who are checking us out on YouTube this week are coming into the show at. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more to this conversation, actually. Go back and listen to our Dahmer stuff. It's way better. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a maybe maybe the producers of House of the Dragon are taking cues from porn title searches and they're like well this is what people are into also it's oh you know what never mind i was just gonna be like why do people in porn have to like actively point out that they're not blood related and house of the dragon can just be like oh yeah my niece oh my fucking uncle (laughs) but i guess it's because they're not actually porking (laughs) and in porn they are i don't know but maybe it's like Maybe it's Game of Thrones inspired. Like all these porn creators, like, oh, I mean, I guess they like it for Game of Thrones and like the Lannisters. Let's just just give them that that angle. Ugh, I guess. I don't know. It's just it's bumming me out and I see no signs of it stopping. Is it that does doesn't Outkick have some sort of investigative investigative journalism department that can look into this? We actually, we actually do do some investigative journalism. It's just mostly for stories I don't really pay attention to. So apparently, Kanye West uh, bought Parlor today. So that's what that's what I I heard them talking about in the editorial call. That's kind of crazy, right, Jody? Kanye West is just he is on another planet. Yeah, I thought everybody jumped off of Parlor so they could go be uh, Trump's homies on his thingy. Did oh. Kanye just buy like a fucking sinking ship? Like, I thought he bought a sinking ship regardless, but I wasn't aware that. I thought the whole reason Parler... people were going to Truth and Parlor is because they no longer liked the terms of and services or whatever that they signed up for on Twitter. 
Well, the the quote from Parler's parent company when they announced the deal this morning this morning uh, said that West had made a groundbreaking move into the free speech media space and will never have to fear being removed from social media again. I mean, I get it. Like if, funny, if Kanye it? wants to be able to, you know, talk about how much he hates Jews. All he has to do is make an account on Parler. He doesn't have to buy the fucking thing. Or is he just so stupid he doesn't know that? Yeah. I don't know. I can't I can't fucking sort that jumbled mess of cords. Who knows what's going on with that fucking idiot? Yeah. I just I just think it's interesting that he bought a parlor. Maybe he's gonna make it cool. Maybe he's gonna bring it to the hood. I, I don't think Kanye really speaks to the hood, but you know what I'm saying. Yep, who knows? Maybe he'll get black people involved. It'll definitely be interesting to see what's next in this fucking broken cuckoo clock saga. All right, uh, you guys want to end things off with a couple? Voicemails, yay! Yep. Let's check in with some real live humans. Oh, son of a bitch! Why do you do this? Mad Scientist Party Hour. I am a first-time caller. I have been listening from probably like the last two months, maybe three months, I don't know. I lost my mom, my dad, two grandmothers, and then after my best friend, who was a truck driver. Jesus. Well, I very much. Wait, what is it? What did he say? He lost his parents, his two grandmothers, his best friend. Jesus Christ, man! Over how long? I can't. I can hardly hear him. Yeah, I. I thought he said that he's only been listening to us from two or three months, two or three months, and he's gotten all those people to listen too. Uh, that is a much different thing than he actually said. It sounds like <laughs> he, he lost them, and not he brought them on his listeners. <laughs> Jeez, oh, let's man. hope. Let's hope we get a whole bunch of new fans. Otherwise, it sounds like we're fucking cursed. Like, dude, all these people started dying when you listen to our podcast. I don't Maybe you don't listen anymore. Damn. Fuck, I'm sorry, man. Yeesh. Always try to get me on podcasts. I tried, but when I landed Jason Ellis' show, binge watch, and then I fell on you assholes. So I forgot what episode I'm talking about, the number, but... You guys are talking about Batman, so this is what I'm calling you. I've been waiting to catch up. I've been binging you guys 10, 12, 13 hours a day straight on a bender. Sounds crazy, but first off, I'm going to just address the facts. I wrote down in Jeff style notes, which is funny. I will, I'll send you a picture, Shetty, just because you might check your Instagram more. But first, Shetty, you are a bitch. Tool. Kanye West over Tool. I'm not even the biggest Tool head, but I can get in the Tool mood. But every single person... You like Kanye West more than you like Tool, Shuddy? I don't remember that particular take. He's he's pissed off. But it was probably a question of who would I rather listen to, Tool or Kanye, and I probably said Kanye. 
Well, he called Shuddy a bitch. So in anticipation of what he could say about me, can we get a clear answer on whether or not his family died? Because <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm going to feel bad about going, going back at him if he, if he lost yeah. his whole fucking family tree. What does the, the transcription say? It says, I don't know. Lost my mom, my dad, two grandmothers. Then after my best friend, who's a truck driver, who I respect very much. And he always tried to get me on podcast. So, okay. So, I don't know what happened. I feel like the audio of my iPad, it's maxed out, but I feel like the past couple of weeks it's been quieter, like sound effects and voicemails. I don't know what's going on. But, all right, let's try and get through this one. That you fucking said could stand up to them, uh, I laughed at. All right, next. Because first was Tool, next is Batman. Batman. And then it says Jeff. Fuck Kevin. Uh, Jeff, I fucking love you. You are a piece of shit. But I've never agreed with you more than the Batman take. My favorite superhero is Batman as well, bro. And Batman. Progress. Okay. After two years, he pulls a fucking wingsuit out and eats shit into a truck. What did I put? Fucking two years, stupid, some shit. I wrote in the highlighter, but you know what? <laughs> so what, Batman whips out a fucking, a fucking hang glider suit as a new fucking technical, whatever, technological fucking, Jeff, you feel me? Shit, he has a wingsuit. He always fucking propelled down, wings out, doing his shit. What's not, what, what, what's that about being progressive, you fucking fuckers, Kevin? I mean... Um, box head on the truck. Yeah. Is anybody else having a hard time following this? Well, considering yeah, I, I can't no really hear it, it's very yes. I am having a. I think he called you a fucker. He's really mad about something with Batman and like the glider. Uh, the glider suit. The suit. Yeah, I know he was Is talking he about. I can't tell if he's mad about the suit or Jeff being mad about the suit. And then he called I me don't... a fucker, and then went back to the Batman suit. I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling. We have to remember being... he lost his entire family. Yeah, take it easy on him, Kevin. All right, he's, he's really going. No, I'm just trying to. Trail. I'm just. I'm just seeing if you guys can connect these dots because I can't. He's probably he's going through a lot. It's he's. Just... I'm sympathetic with what he's saying right now. I'll tell you that. I'm much more sympathetic than you, Kevin. You really sound like a scumbag, making us look like a bad podcast. Oh, uh, you're you're really doing that. Oh well, I'm more sympathetic than him. <laughs> I a, just what a pussy move. I care. You know what? Rip your penis off. You don't deserve it. I, I don't. Okay, me. yeah. My bad. My notes are a little bit short, but I've literally binged you guys for the last couple months straight. I've gone through everything that you've had on Spotify, episode 362 or 363, whatever it is. And now I had to call. I was going to wait until I got caught up, and I've got my wife into this. She loves it. I've showed her some YouTube streams. wife is so alive. Caught up. I'm going to help your YouTube streams. I need to learn about Patreon so I know what that is, because I would love to binge that as well. If I can listen to Oh, he got cut off. He got the light. Get the poopies. We call out the poopies now. <laughs> oh, speaking of poopies, I, I, I ran into poopies at Skankfest. Did he do a set? I don't know. I think he did a podcast. 
Because I was, you know, I was trying to bro down with him a little bit. I'm like, hey, have you done any stand-up since the, the improv remember show? you, did he? No, he did. Oh, okay. That would have been funny if he big-timed you. No, he was He was like, hey, what's up, man? I was like, hey, have you done any stand-up since the improv? He's like, no. I was like, oh. <laughs> He's like, yeah, just, just doing the podcast. So I think he did a live podcast taping there. Um. Oh, dude called back. All right. Let's see if we have to really listen to this one, too. Watch his volume just blow through the earphones. Sorry, man. I, I forgot the three-minute rule, but um, I don't know much about Patreon. I will jump on it if I if it's not something I could rock my Bluetooth headset while I'm at work. I'm a fucking one-man department at my job, so I get to ignore everybody and tell people what to do and do my job. With I'm pretty sure you can listen to Patreon on Bluetooth. I don't know. <laughs> I've never, yeah. I, I haven't subscribed to anybody's Patreon. I just put out our stuff. Uh, but I'm pretty sure you, I'm 99% sure you can do it. I don't see why you wouldn't be able to oh. in 2022, almost 2023. Yeah. I mean, Bluetooth is just so, like, that's like the technology that connects your, like, wireless AirPods to whatever device. Like, I don't. Are you yeah, asking you, us you or are you telling that. us, Jeff? No, uh, because that, I'm just talking. Just it doesn't sound like you're a hundred percent committed to that. I that am ninety nine percent sure what I'm saying is accurate, but I am. You are right. I am leaving the door open for anyone to clean it up. A <laughs> uh, point is, though, I, I don't <laughs> see why you can't use a Bluetooth technology to listen to our Patreon stuff. Yeah. And by I the just, way, you, if, if you're looking for more MSPH content, holy shit, Patreon's a fucking treasure trove. I, I, I don't think this guy's family died. Uh, and I will, I'm going to say right now, while we're talking about Patreon, big announcement coming on this week's episode on Patreon. Big Massive. announcement. Massive. Yeah, Shuddy's going to come out. Members only information. Well, there you go. No new friends. Love it. No, no. It'll be available to anybody who also joins as of this listening and then listens to the companion Patreon episode. Even the guy who has new friends. We, we, We can have new friends. All right. You guys good? really cool to fucking binge you guys you guys have saved me from depression and so many other things um i even got my brother into this thing we rate movies by five dicks as well it's msph i'm leaving a voicemail (laughs) i do like that people are catching on with five dicker reviews and it also reminds me of that on finally it reminds me of that time when somebody started listening to um, Crafter Jeff with their mom, and the mom thought that food chub was an actual culinary term and started reviewing things in public with a food chub. Yeah. She kept giving food chubs at restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was actually one of my favorite moments in MSPH history. <laughs> I'm really pissed someone told her that's not a real thing. Oh, they called himself out. Say it one more time. Pop one zero three here. Probably gave the dumbest voicemail. If you ever get to it. Anyway, yeah, I got my brother into it. We're we're heavy fans. We've been binging. 
And, yeah, I just want to call and say thank you. But this is the one time forever I will agree with Jeff on the Batman shit. Like, both you two fucktards can fuck off. They're talking about the Batman. Yeah. yeah. Um, And Jeff, would you suck a dick? them to make a series of this Batman because I agree with you. Detective mode dude just shitting on all Batmans. That's it. Poop word the one out. I think he's saying I'm you... not gonna suck a dick for anything Batman related. <laughs> what I, would I, you I, I... would you suck a dick to prevent Batman from fucking you in the butt? <laughs> no, that's not fair, Kevin. You know better than <laughs> that. You've been doing this for too long. <laughs> Of course I would. That's not fair. <laughs> All right. Well. Well, shit. Um, my apologies to the YouTube community. <laughs> Fuck that one up again. God damn it. I'm sorry. I just. Uh, it's been busy. My brain is basically a struck match at this point. Let's do one more voicemail to give the YouTube tubers some just a little bit more content. All right. Let's see if the volume of this of this one is a little better. Mad oh my god, that's out. so loud. It is? No, no, oh. I'm kidding. Uh, Dylan here, aka Big Country, the seven foot guy who's called in a couple times recently. Uh, had a would Jeff suck a dick question. So, Jeff, would you rather suck a dick or drink a 16 ounce Poland Spring bottle worth of now, I'll even give you this the falls under the ones of... that Jeff won't answer. Yeah, I mean, come on, this big is country. not in the spirit of the game. Like, it's not. Would you rather suck a dick or suck a bouquet of dicks? It's you got to have something to offset the dick suckery, you know? Yeah, yeah. This is not within the spirit of the game. No, I'll let you finish. But oh shit, <laughs> out of respect, we'll yeah. let you finish. But this is not heading in the I'll right direction. I'll even give you the choice of... Oh, well, thanks. You can have it be your semen if you'd like. You can have it be someone else's. It could be an animal. It could be Shuddy's. For all I care. You can also choose whether you'd like it hot or rather warm or cold. I think Again, there's the no choice without coming at that, right? <laughs> yeah. No. It's still come. Usually it'll okay. go down. The colder it is, it's going to gook up and hey, get caught in your throat. Or you could take the easy way out and just suck a dick. All right, guys. Be awesome. Stay awesome. Well, big country, you're a cheating cocksucker yourself, and I'm not going to answer that question. But if you had to chug a pint glass of cum, would you rather it be warm or cold? Hi, cold. Actually, warm. Uh, on the rocks, please. Because co- chugging cold beer sometimes, like you know, hurt your throat. I just want to get you it. Don't down get a, you don't want to get a brain freeze from the cum. Uh oh. Whoa, Shuddy's just gone. Shuddy, Shuddy bounce. It defaulted you as the host. I don't like that kind of power. I wonder what happened. Fucking Parker. Yeah, they chewed. They must have chewed through the internet cable. Let's see if we can text him and see what's up. Uh, did Maybe you should, die? 
We should go on Twitter Explorer, see if there's anything going on in the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah, did they or get nuked? The city of Quakertown. Hmm. Well, he's not immediately immediately responding to text. Well, there you have it. Jeff is not sucking that dick. He's not humoring that trap of a scenario. And there's your show for the week. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. You should he quit, right? He might. He might have. I don't know. He's not responding, so... What did you say, Kevin? Think back to the entire podcast. What was the straw that broke the camel's back? Was it the hypothetical scenario of getting a brain freeze from chugging cold cum? That was my cum to chug, though. I don't see why he would bounce on on that. Massive technical difficulties. He texted back. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, well, Shuddy should be back with us for Patreon uh, Patreon land. And if you want to access our Patreon, you go to patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. There are two tiers that get you content. $5 tier gets you the bonus podcast we do every week after this one. And the every time we start a new show, first episode is always up as a teaser. So uh, you can see if you if you like the new product and want to upgrade and check out the rest of it. And then Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition, every time we do that, we've done two seasons. That's all up there. And then the $10 tier has our individual stuff. It's got uh, Between Two Flushes with Jeff, Snack Attacks, What the Fuck Did I Just Watch, Kevin's Nerd Hole, Queef or No Queef, uh, 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 Supermarket Queefs, and then, you know, bunch of other stuff i'm forgetting there's always something new going up so check it out patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour if you're late to the party you get all the stuff we've put up in years past too uh you can also follow us on instagram i'm at kevin craft at yuddy boy uh at jeffro records but listen to my podcast follow my podcast please my sports betting podcast outkick bets with jeff clark yeah check it out and uh, at MSPH Podcast. Uh, And I guess that's about it, friends. So until next time, something! I just had to go light a fucking scented candle. Smells like an inside-out ass for some reason in my apartment. When when did you get back to your place? Hmm. This morning. You leave an expired food around your, your spot again in your refrigerator? I didn't um I didn't take out the trash before I went to Vegas. So that's Man. probably the culprit. You're low key gross. I know. I've me and you try to front like me and Shuddy are more gross than you, but I'm telling you, you're you're fucking gross. Oh what, I didn't take take the trash out? Give me a fucking break. Dude, you always have expired shit in your apartment. It's like what I've it's what I've come to um expect out of you whenever I go and check out your your, your refrigerator, Kevin. This is fucking Well I, I blue st- milk. I, I don't I don't like uh I don't cook. I'm just I'm just too bad at it. I'm too stupid and 
every time I like everybody's like, oh yeah, cook for yourself. It's cheaper. I buy all these ingredients. I make it once, and then like that stuff just like fucking expires. I feel like cooking for one is just a fool's errand. So I don't think it's cheaper to cook for yourself anymore. Like I think like the recent inflation stuff has flipped it. Now it's just cheaper to eat McDonald's <laughs> or eat takeout. Oh well, then I've been I'm ahead of the to ball. Get political. I'm just saying. I've I've been ahead of the ball for a long time then. Because I'm too stupid. I, I'm terrible at cooking. It takes an eternity. And when you're cooking for one person, it's just like, all right, I'm going to create a sink's worth of fucking dirty dishes, burn through a shitload of ingredients, and then those ingredients are going to expire afterwards, and I eat one meal, and eight hours of my day has been taken up. Eat my I balls. Agree. Eat my balls. Fuck cooking. I'm an infant. I'm just, I just eat takeout. I just go get fucking salads. How often is Carl cooking? Not for like you, per se, cooks, or you guys. Like she cooks herself. like Monday through Friday, and then on the weekends when we hang out, we just get takeout. When you're around. Yeah. I mean, what she, is her? She cooks What does sometimes. she cook for herself? Um, She cooks a lot of like Asian-style food. Damn it. I know. I'm missing Paul out on good shit. Paul does that shit, too. I mean, she's I an awesome like, cook. The stuff she makes is fucking awesome. Yeah, I feel like Paul's day-to-day meals are actually pretty pretty good, and they're they're basic. A motherfucker, he really leaned out since college. Yeah. Goddamn pussy. Yeah. I think his mom just sends him like bulgogi. He just has like a whole bunch of like a freezer full of bulgogi, and he'll like thaw it out whenever it runs out, and he just eat meat and rice all the time. But I can't even do something that basic as easy as it is. Wait, Paul's Korean? Uh, ish. Half. Only the bad half. <laughs> is that the bitch or the ass half? The ass. He's got a nice Korean ass. <laughs> that's what i heard him say i had a big sports betting weekend this weekend fellas i uh big time did you win oh oh i won i hit a golf outright as well 35 to 1 it's pretty pretty sick i did so well i had to break my bookie's thumbs <laughs> i actually bet on a guy that i went huh. to college with and he won Plus I actually ended up $17 ahead yesterday. What? What were you betting on? Just the Eagles. Nice. So do you I remember put, when uh, some Puminati was like giving stock tips years ago? And he said something about like, there's this, there's this company <clears throat> that's developing the, uh, the first... THC breathalyzer technology and they're like on the cusp of like cracking the code something like that yep I I absolutely invested in that company so did I how's it going guys I put a thousand dollars into it when it was at like a dollar ninety a share and since I bought it 
it just steadily dropped every single day. And it went down to, I think, 20 cents. So it went from $1.90 to 20 cents a share. And then every time I Googled it, I kept seeing like on the verge of a penny stock, on the verge of a penny stock. And I was like, motherfucker, you know what? I guarantee you the day that I sell this shit is the day it bounces back. So I was like, I'm just going to hold on to it. And it just kept dropping and dropping. And then one day I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. It probably is going to be a penny stock. I'd rather salvage like a couple hundred bucks back than lose all of it. So I went in, I sold it, and it has steadily climbed every single day since I sold it. <laughs> Literally every single day. Where is it at now? Though? I, think I, I think I sold it at like 19 cents. It's back up to 48 cents in like the past week. What's the company called? Cannabis. If I could figure out how to understand my e-trade, I could tell you. Well, that was another thing. I was like, I'm selling this motherfucker. And then I couldn't figure out how to get back into my account. And I was like, ah, I'll let it ride a little longer. <laughs> it's um, like whoever is fucking... stock advice from a voicemailer? Whoever is scripting my life, this shit is just so fucking on the nose and predictable. You need new shit. This is embarrassing. It's Cannabix Technologies. Yeah. B-L-O-Z-F is its uh, lettering on the stock exchange. It should be B-L-O Goats. Because that's what this stock does. It fucking blows goats. But it, it had the stink of Kevin Kraft on it. So I buy in. It tanks for years. And then literally the day after I sell it, it bounces back. It's like, ah, yeah. I shook I off that it fucking a, cancer, and now we're ready to actually do well. I bought it at $1.66 a share. So, And you still have it, right? You still have those shares? Yeah, I mean, we're talking. I mean. These investments were made prior to my current job uh, situation and things. So I had. We're talking like I had like a hundred dollars invested in things total. So, uh, I FOMA. have I have four shares of it. Is what I have. No, that can't be right. I wish I did some uh, stock buying with the boys. You know what? It there's this one that I bought two shares of. Two just two shares because, as I said, um, and I bought it at thirteen eighty seven a share. It is closed today at sixty six oh eight a share. There you go. Wow. So five x close to five x. However, I have eight shares of AMC that I paid eighty. I paid $10.23 a piece for by accident. That's worth $6.36 a share. How did you accidentally purchase AMC? No, I did not mean to purchase that much. I only had a few dollars in my account, so I tried to buy it when it was under the price, but I did it after the market closed because I don't fucking understand stocks. I did it after the market closed. And then when it opened... Um, the price was higher 
<laughs> so instead of E-Trade declining the purchase. It just bought the more expensive. It, it bought yeah. the more expensive. And for like weeks, yeah, my E-Trade I, account was negative. Like I owed them money. Flyable, 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 flyable. Oh, man. Um, can you guys hear this? <laughs> yes, I can. Yep. All right. Should we? Kick... Oh, right up your ass. Oops. Um, should we kick this fucker off? Yeah, we're on borrowed time. From Los Angeles, California, the Mad Night's Party Hour.